Hello and welcome. This is Drew's story. Well, it's a long story and I'm going to tell you why it's not Drew's stories anymore, but uh, I still wanted to go through the formalities of it. You know what I mean? So here was the intro song. That's the formality of uh, the podcast. Um, I am Drew Brooks, if you're actually uh, just joining us, but um, we're going through some renovations here. It turns out that the COVID was a real bitch this time around. And um, and uh, and it really it puts a fork or a, gets a it puts a wrench in your whole program when you have to test people and stuff. But um, look, that's just my problems. I know everybody's got their struggles and stuff like that. So, uh, well, I guess that I'm what I what I'm gonna tell you is that uh, this right here, I guess, is what I wanted to do all along, but I was too scared to do. So I had to like bring wrangles. At people in, I think maybe you guys know what that feels like when you're starting something. You're just like, you have so many unrealistic fears. But <laughs> anyway, if you can relate to that, cool. If you can't, cool. Um, but anyway, I'm doing this thing now, and um, I kind of, uh, if you've, if there's any theme to this podcast so far, it's been, um, I don't know, maybe strange news or news of the weird or morbid stuff no dude i can't talk right now i'm doing this fucking rad podcast it's earning me millions of dollars anyway as i silence my phone so we're here we are here we this is where we've ended up for so many reasons one quick tests are expensive we know that we've been through that two um i guess it's just sort of forced me to pick a lane and uh and that brings me to this uh why I'm going to, I'm, I'm switching it up, guys. I'm going to switch up my stance. You know what I mean? Go goofy, regular foot now. Deal with it. Anyway, skater ref, sweet. Uh, nevertheless, I, what I, I just wanted to be uh, come clean on it because, boy, has this been a rocky, bumpy thing. Just because I don't know if you've seen me, but uh, you can really spot me learning how to do something. Uh, anyway, I uh, hope you guys are doing great. Uh, it's been a while, mostly because of, just that Omnicron, it got it got me. It got or not. It didn't get me. I just somehow haven't gotten it, even though you know I'm booted and suited. But uh, anyway, that brings me to what what we're doing here, which we're we're basically. I mean, if there was a theme at all within the podcast at all, because it's a mess. But if there's a theme there, it was kind of crime and news of the weird, right? And so I guess I just have it naturally organically said drew you're just doing true crime that's just your life <laughs> this is the only thing you want to talk about it's the only thing that truly feels like it's really jamming right now and uh obviously very hot on netflix and stuff but more importantly gosh if i don't have a hobby this is one i, ha- I got a lot of stuff i like doing but if you want to talk about like just jibber jabber it would have to be about horrible shit, which makes it confusing, right? Because I think there are probably times where people have met me and they, you know, I instantly go into the crime situation and uh, it might put people off. I don't know because uh, I'm so involved or I'm so immersed and surrounded by it and I'm so obsessed. And if you know anything about me at all, I'm here in Los Angeles doing this whole creative guy thing. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess I never really even explained any of it. So here it is, you know, this is me uh, talking about what I talk about all the time. And I had avoided 
that and had to drag people into the situation. But now, anyway, I think I just over-explained it. So we're going, we're going down that true crime lane, okay? But more importantly, it just leaves a great relief that I don't have to... Well, I inevitably will somehow talk about myself because that's just just shitty ego thing. But it, it, I think what it is about me is that I just... I'm, that's the only thing I prefer to talk about. And it seemed like when I got stuck doing... Now I'm stuck. Now I'm jammed up. Now I'm fucked because I'm now solo, okay? I had a squadron of excuses and people and now I'm just here and and it's it's raw. <laughs> Uh, and weird. And I'm sure if you've ever thought about doing something like this, it's bizarre. Um, but hey, man, or anybody, uh, it's here we are. You know what I'm saying? So um, shout out to all the people that, that managed to come through, even with the wishy-washy testing that we tried to keep going. And <laughs> and uh, and shout out to my, my lovely co-pilot, the ever adorable Adolfo Monroy. But it looks like I'm going sailing in a little tiny sunfish solo into the sunset. Uh, Talking about horrible shit, which leads me to why we're here and what the fuck I'm going to do and how it's going to go down. And um, we live in Los Angeles. I live in Los Angeles. Excuse me. Let me try to do this as best I can. It's going to be rocky and you're just going to have to accept that even if your ears don't or your eyes are burning. Um, uh, Check it out. So we're going to do this crime thing. I'm going to probably just be real lazy about it and uh, talk about things. But two things came up this morning that I just couldn't avoid talking about because um, because they're, they're, uh, they're each a category of true crime that uh, we often overlook because it seems, they're not overlook, but there seems to be a theme of like, uh, romanticizing a criminal. That seems to be a big theme. And so uh, today I'd like to just sort of start out here by, uh, oh, here's my intro deal, dude. Hold up, guys. You're going to love this shit. Um, so I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to talk crime here. So here's my intro sound. Check it out. Or maybe I can throw up a card here. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I'll throw this sound down. Hopefully it fucking... Am I right? <laughs> True crime, episode one. Here we go. Very excited about it. Uh, I even have like a theme song. Check it out. Check it out. This will be the theme song, I think. I don't know. Guys, you know what I mean? Give me a fucking break. It's been... Whoops, that's Sweet not it. Life, living it up my... <laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> Sorry. That's what's called an ad before anything that you get to do nowadays, because you have to pay the tolls, it seems. Um... Anyways, uh, true crime. Oh, theme song. Next level shit. Peep it. Here's the. Here's just what I'm talking about. Does this seem like evil? Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. It seems crimey. Seems a lot cooler than that other one. I don't know, guys, because the future is unknown. Uh, all we have is today. Uh, I'm going to be coming with some inspirational quotes too, I think. This is going to be like a hybrid shit where it's going to be like true crime and then, uh, yeah, tips. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about 
uh, was what I was talking about earlier, which is that um, it's it's definitely a lane. I definitely get it. I definitely get it, especially because. Um, oh, let me let me let me first start out by saying that romanticizing criminals we've been doing it for a long time there's a lot of i know there's this big argument as to whether or not ted bundy was like a hot study guy or whatever but people he wasn't gross but he wasn't like i don't think he was like whoa check that dude out he's a real like model dude no he just didn't look like an evil being i think that was why it was like oh (laughs) that guy could be my accountant and so there's a guy out there, his name is Jonathan Cahill, and uh, I'm reading from the trustworthy sites here. All the news is fake, so I don't know what's real, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this guy's picture real quick. Let me pop this guy's picture up real quick. So this guy is a burglar. There you go. That's his capture. Uh, and... Uh, uh, basically, they're saying that like he's gone social, he's gone viral on social media and his mugshot. And this is not the first time I've heard of this, not the second nor under the sixth. There's a real pretty, pretty dude, Jeremy Meeks or whatever, I think his name, uh, uh, who was like his, even his mugshot was like, it was smoldering, but at the same time, it looked like he wanted to be saved. Like the ladies who were who always like, I want to save him like that. It's like you would line around the block. But this Jonathan Cahill, right, He's he went, he sort of, he moved the dial, and um, as he should, man, he's a good-looking chap. But I just, to me, obviously, I don't know, isn't the new way of, like, burglarizing, like, crypto bullshit, isn't it? It's like, that, and that's not, nobody's going to find, like, ooh, like, have you seen these guys? Because they're on, there's... There's those criminals, right? And they're, they're, they don't look interesting. They have a desk with like a million screens on it. They're not going to talk anything about video games. And so just, it's not the same. This guy looks like a tough guy. I think it's the UK, which is even more like, you know, he's probably got that grimy accent and shit. Um, that's pretty cool, I think. Uh, you know, you just... Here in America, I think people can all agree it's like it levels up your game a little bit because you're talking the the king's English or whatever, and we I, we sound all like cowboys to them, so it's a trip. Uh, Hicks is what I would say. Um, how we doing? How's this going? I don't even know, man. I just I, I, I'm I'm literally here's what I'm doing. I'm bringing you into what I do every single day, which is I look up these things that are happening, like Jonathan Cahill, if that's how you pronounce it. I'm sure you got to put some stinky Cockney on the end of that and be like fucking Jonathan Cahill. But I don't know. Um, but it seems like I could understand a little bit of a modeling career coming from that. He's got great skin. You know, he likes t-shirts. Who doesn't? Uh, shit, let's talk. Let's run the game. He's got the eyes. He's got this this fucking the chin. He's got that American dad chin that's like carved that out of like, that's a real, you. if you cut us together like bam, I'd be like, I look a little less masculine. Let's just say that. Good for him. I'm just saying. But if he could maybe steal some of that like high-end Gucci runway money, money like your your boy Jeremy Meeks over here, a splidoosh. Let me give you that guy's fucking. In case you haven't seen this dude, 
Jesus Christ, brother. That's annoying. This guy is a fucking, I bet he's a mer, like, this guy uh, is probably quite a popular gentleman. Don't you think? I mean, am I crazy? So, I'm just saying, I don't even know, it doesn't, I don't even know what it says he did. Oh, here we go. No, that's J- Jeremy Meeks spent 13, so that, yeah, neck tattoos got 13 months. Which is not, a, I mean, okay, it's a lot. It's a, a month is a lot. A month is a lot. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the Yorkshire Police Department in the UK put out a bulletin Thursday saying, can you help us lo- locate uh, so he can go back to pr- pr- prison? That's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> I love when the cops are like, hey, can you guys help us out real quick? <laughs> if anybody knows anything, it's like, I always like that's just never a good sign and they were like and the case went cold and it's always like 35 years go by and they were like we did we exhausted our effort and you're like that's uh did you ask anybody for help those phone lines though especially with love, people loving to fucking gabber it's got to be a fucking problem like could you imagine being the receptionist on a uh you know a hotline for like a murder or a lost kid it would just be a nightmare every single like bozo who had any opinion or knew somebody who knew somebody it's like they're all going to call in with some nonsense and you're going to be like it's like i would it's the equivalent of just having to listen to people at bingo like nonstop. that'd be brutal that's not for me um although i would like to listen into like the best of if i could get a greatest hits of like the hotline goofballs that are like i knew her and i she always seemed like she was gonna die um so um Guys, I got to tell you, uh, you know, hopefully this thing about easing into something settles down because it does feel a little heightened now that it's like all it's like it's like just you know what I mean? Like when you're in the center of the the whole usually like sharing the earth, you know what I mean? But anyway, that was Jeremy Meeks 2014 really fucking setting the standard because you really got to come with it after that. Although he did have a strange airline. Anyway. This guy, sharp, I mean, he's like a Superman, but maybe a villain. You never know. This I don't know what he did, but it's probably not even that cool. Anyway, moving on, uh, but congrats, because that's just, I, if he's a family man, he's going to be tested. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan, if you got like a wife and kids, hold your ground, bro. All right, moving on. Uh, Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. To me, it's crazy because nobody really like in terms of true crime. Like what? Ha- like what, what? The reason I I say this is because like most true crime, you listen to podcasts, and in nine times out of ten, it's like the gruesome missing murder of the decapitated skulls of whatever. And it's like I get that, but also there's this beautiful, these beautiful things that people miss, such as this. Uh, there's a man in Oklahoma who was executed. Right, his name is Donald Grant. Uh, and I read this this morning. This is fucking. It's it just goes to show that like I still bet in prison, uh, even when you're on death row. I bet it's still you have to look tough. It's like you just don't want to be that guy who gets strapped up or strapped in. I don't even know. But and then they're gonna lethal inject you, and you're gonna die in front of everybody. And then the victims are like looking in. That's wild enough that I would want it over as quick as possible 
to say something because they ask you right in front because it's just like a window it's like almost a performance to be like hey this guy killed your whoever not to not a problem you get to watch him and it's like a really weird thing that i still don't i'm wrestle with and i know that obviously capital punishment is one of the huge things i don't mean to get too heavy guys i'm trying to keep this light i'm trying to keep it on the track not off Two months went by, guys. You got to give me some, you know, give, give me a minute here. But what I'm saying is still in the South, they're not, they don't play that shit. So if you, if you do, if you're out there murdering, stick it, it's, don't be there. Go elsewhere. And I, you see the Smarties, they, they kind of avoid it all. They're like, you know, if they're in the South, they're in Florida. And that's like almost a different thing. It's like, a, it's, it's its own fucking region. But I got to say, this guy, okay, so like saying what I said about the prison, it's like I'm sure, as I know, I only base this on prison shows that I've watched, as we all have, hopefully. <laughs> but um, if you're lucky enough, you're, you're, you're only watching the, but, but it's, it's, it affects us everyone around you and your friends, friends and your family and all that stuff. But I'm sure that like once you get in there and you have to pick your team and all that stuff, it's rough. You know, you still got to look like a badass. It's just the way I think you're going to last a little bit longer than everybody else in there without any like, you know, heavy trauma. You know, um, maybe get maybe intimidation is a big fa- factor. You know, they always look like they, they their chests are a little bit bigger when they come out. But hell, you got the time for the pushups. Anyway, this guy, Donald Grant, let me give you his his look which is you know it's tough again he's going up against stiff competition here with the last guy you know what i mean so there's your boy um donald grant uh obviously had you know uh not done great thing but he murdered a hotel manager and an employee at a la quinta inn and in in the robbery unfortunately goes under that category of wow you did that to basically Make sure there were no witnesses at your crime. The crime that would probably only you'd only be sentenced to five to ten years for because you're robbing the place. Okay, gunpoint, I'm not quite sure. I'm not a lawyer. Seems like a lesser deal than to cap two people. But he's probably on some heavy duty stuff and like things were just like he was just it was a perfect storm of chaos and violence. All I'm saying is the guy ended up there. He's it's his day. He's forty six. This is years later. The families of the victims are behind glass and they're going to stare at this guy. And I just, I always think about like, how horrible would it be to be in that position just to be that person, right? And I I always ask myself, who would I be? Like, would I want to watch that shit? And the answer is probably absolutely because just based on my interest in it. But I just, I think it, I think it will change you is what I'm saying. You watch a person die, I think it changes you. So... Be expected for change. Anyway, how we doing? I don't know. Check in with me, but uh, but uh, I think we're all right. So that's not the interesting thing. Uh, this man did a horrible act, and unfortunately, had to pay for it with his life. What the what the real special news is is that in his last moments, uh, conscious and uh, uninjected, I guess, you're asked to give a final statement, or if you have any words. Nine times out of ten, it's, you know, an apology to the victims and something religious. This guy, Donald Grant, let's throw him up. This guy goes, yo, God, I got this. No medicine. I didn't take nothing. Brooklyn for life. 
Brooklyn for life. And then he he continued to speak for a little bit, but I wish that was all of it was. Because when I saw the, like, he continued to say some other shit, I think this was just the highlighted, like, newsworthy caption, and they knew they had something special with it. Because it was, the Brooklyn for life is just... You could say anything you want about like, yo, God, I got this. No need for your help, which is what he said. And then he said no medication, meaning like, whoa, because I would probably have to tell you in that scenario, and I don't, but I don't know about you guys, but like, I probably want a little bit of mother's helper. You know, that would be a very stressful moment, if not the most stressful moment in anyone's life. Uh, but then again, you know, this guy murdered in a fucking inn somewhere in Oklahoma. And how do you not put two and two together and just go, look at me. I'm crazy. I'm going to come and get you if you tell anybody. Uh, thanks for the money. And just don't have a weapon. And then, I don't know, it just seems logical. But then again, this is all fucking crazy. So uh, uh, he continued to speak, but they cut his mic. That's tough. Okay. Um it's one thing to to be asked to say your piece and not necessarily know what you're going to say. This guy definitely knew what he was wanting to say about things, and he definitely made that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. It's so, like, <clears throat> that is a true New Yorker is what I'll say. That is a that is a New York state of mind right there. Wow. Uh, uh, damn, that was early in the morning, too. That's crazy. Um, but, you know, I, I'm sure it was nightmarish for, you know, the again, the this guy probably ruined so many lives. But, I mean, I cannot believe he went out Brooklyn for life. Um, Cheryl Pilcher, who witnessed the execution on this, uh, is one of the sisters of one of the Grant's victims, Brenda McIla told Fox News that she would never reach full closure but feels like justice was finally served and she can move forward. I believe that. I, I believe that, like, I believe it's better to have that feeling of, like, all right, it's done than know that somebody's, like, just, like, I guess rotting away. I don't know. They're equally, they're, one's just living dead and one's dead. I, I don't know, like, I don't necessarily know how much better life imprisonment can be. Um, I just know that like, uh, it's kind of like, I gotta stay, stop saying like so much. That was crazy. And I have a nose issue. I, I don't know what, where the allergies just came from. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's, there's some hot takes there. Um, and I gotta tell you, this has been. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm fully honest, a little uncomfortable, but it's a long, uh, it was a long journey to get here. And, uh, for that, I'm pretty psyched. Uh, the good news is that I know, um, who has to show up. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> um, so I guess we can just log this in the books as uh, true crimes episode one. And, uh, <laughs> the hot burglar in the uh, Brooklyn for life execution style. Uh, it's just a sort of brief thing to sort of ease the uh, 
transition, which I'm sure doesn't matter to anybody but me at this point. But um, I'm excited about it, and I'm excited to keep this thing going. I truly cannot believe uh, we're doing it like this now. <laughs> but, man, it was meant to be. It was meant to be, and look at us now. So I uh, really appreciate anybody and all listening. Uh, again, my name is Drew Brooks, and this has been uh, Drew Crimes episode one uh moving forward and thanks to all the people that were a part of the episodes prior uh you guys rock and uh looking forward to many more let's kick that jam back though because that was that was like my favorite jams i liked it i liked it frankly it was a cool move uh but uh yeah so um i guess we're gonna try to keep this train rolling uh I look forward to to talking to you loosely about uh, cool shit like this Uh, because, uh, listen, we want to make sure criminals become models, hot models, and that when you're going out, uh, that you express exactly what type of New Yorker you are, even whilst getting lethally injected. (laughs) It's so fucking hard, dude. Nice work. Uh, All right. Well, I'll see you guys next or all of you beautiful people next week um and uh thanks so much for joining me uh yeah